Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Welcome back, witches. I'm Rachel LaForest. And I'm Leah Knauer. And today in the studio, straight from Albright Collective, we have Natasha Hildebrand. Who... She's the VPGM boss yes. witch oh my of all the U.S. operations for Albright, which is an all-women collective you'll hear so much about on this episode. Mm-hmm. Very inspiring. And we got to go on a hard hat tour a few months ago of uh, what will be the new West Hollywood Albright space. And it was beautiful. Beautiful. They're really building something awesome there, and they have them all over the country and all over different countries. So be sure to check it out if it's something you're interested in. Yes, and we're excited to announce a little uh, promotion of an all-female-run brand, Bitchin' Cross Stitchin'. Yes. Um, so I made a stitch that says Witch Please on it, and it's a one-of-a-kind, and I'm going to sell it. Um, so we're going to post it on the Basic Witches page, and if whoever... The lucky witch that buys it, we will give a free reading to. Yes. Um, So, yeah, be sure to check that out. Um, We've also been having some crazy synchronicities lately. Next level, guys. (laughs) Okay. There's a few. So... We'll start. Um, I told all y'all a few weeks ago about Ariana Grande. I bought these tickets off Craigslist. They were $400 that turned out to be a scam. I knew they were a scam, but I was fucking set on going to that concert. Yes. Um, so I brought my friend Tessa and I told her the whole deal. Like we might not get in, but let's just go try to have fun and like we'll find our way. So um, go to the venue slammed some PBRs in the car and then went to- <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, got told that the tickets were fake. Yeah. Um, and not a surprise. But so then I turned around and there was a Q102 tent just right there. And so then I was like, Tessa, I'm going to go see like if something's going on. So it turns out they had just announced a sing-off competition. So naturally I entered it and I had to pee so, so, so bad. <laughs> but it was worth it. Um, and then... I fucking won. I won the sing-off yes, and I witch. won two floor seats to Ariana Grande. I still did get scammed the $400, but like I made more value in the tickets that I won and they were better seats. And like, especially after taking Gala Darling's Radical Rituals Abundance course, I like just finished that and like seeing how much value and abundance was coming into my life in yeah. different forms. Like it doesn't have to be just mm-hmm. cash money. Mm-hmm. It's like the universe paid me back with those tickets. Yeah. Oh, it was, it still feels so surreal. I can't believe that I went to the concert. And I'd like to point out that I think it has to do with how aligned you've been. You've been like taking care of yourself. The reason you even wanted to see Ariana is because you relate so much to her Mm -hmm. message of like being an empowered woman Mm -hmm. and not needing a man, but like appreciating yourself and all these Mm -hmm. things. And you had a gracious attitude where you were like, I know I got scammed, but you were never, you were never like super negative about that. You were just like this sucks that this happened, but I still want to figure it out and go. Mm-hmm. So like can do attitude mm-hmm. and you fucking made it happen. <laughs> Determination. So yes. So crazy. Um, and, uh, then speaking mm-hmm. of Gala Darling, mm-hmm. who you guys are so lucky we are going to have on the show. Oh my God. 
God. She's such a queen. Well, so yeah, then yesterday, this was wild. We uh, sent her an email asking her to be on the podcast. Then her assistant responded within like a few minutes and was like, she's so down, whatever. And then literally five minutes later, I ran into her like randomly at a coffee place. And I went up to her and I was like, are you Gala? And then I, we, I was just like, I'm the basic witch that just emailed you. And, yeah. hugged. <laughs> and it was like so crazy. I kept, we took a picture and I kept yeah. telling her like, I can't believe how aligned I am. Like things like this keep happening. She was like, mm. you're in the vortex, baby. Yes. She's New Zealand. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was so cool. I'm so excited to have her on. We've both been doing her abundance workshop. So you guys are going to keep hearing about it. I know you've yeah. heard little bits, but you'll hear even more. Um, and then I had a crazy synchronicity. As you'll hear on the episode, I just came back from a trip to my home in Ohio, uh, where I grew up and I ran into the director of a show I wrote for out here and turns out so multi-level turns out he his like closest friend growing up married my uncle we never knew each other until I get hired to write for this tv show like no relation no crossover um and then only now like a year after that show came out did we even realize this but anyways his like best closest friend whose mother was his creative mentor his whole life married my uncle. So we have this major connection. We didn't know. And then we end up on the same flight back to LA, like so random. We're both even in Ohio at the same time. Mm -hmm. He was working on a project. I was there for mother's day, like unrelated. And, um, we, I had this whole work, this multi-month project with this person, not knowing that we have a, a, connection in the past. And it just kind of reminds me that like life is these tangled threads that are just unwinding. And it's like, you're always going to end up where you're meant to be, Mm -hmm. I believe. And it's like, it's so cool to get to see those hindsight connections. So I'm appreciating that yes. this week. Um, synchronicity. And a lot of people have been popping into our DMs telling us about their synchronicities, which we love. So please keep doing that. I think it's like my favorite thing to yeah. talk about, like seeing how these little quote coincidences mm-hmm. have can show you such meaning in your own life. Yes. It's really cool. Um, speaking of people writing in, I we did notice one review that was talking about, um, you know, how we we address our cycles as women a lot on the podcast. And, um, we just wanted to share that we totally understand whether you bleed or not, whether you actively have a cycle or maybe you don't, you are a woman. Mm -hmm. If you identify, if you identify as a woman and what we just want to help teach people is that you can get in touch more with your cycle. And there is some superpowers in that, whether you're bleeding or not Mm -hmm. to us, it's all about, going within and just appreciating your body for whatever state it's at. Yes. Even if that's just emotions. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I have an IUD, so I don't even get my period that often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've been a regular and bouncing around, which is why I even got into the work of tracking my cycle. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, we just wanted to, to cover that up, but please enjoy this episode with Tosh. I think you guys are going to freaking love it and love her. Have a great day. That's love it. One. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great day. Have a great day. I loved it. 
Well, there's that great story of Mel Gibson who was shooting in, uh, I don't know, it was like somewhere in the Philippines or somewhere like that. Anyway, he bought a fake Rolex knowing it was a fake fake Rolex and he gave it to his assistant and his assistant didn't know the difference. His assistant sent it into Rolex and it was broken and Rolex was like, oh shit, like, like, sorry, Mr. (gasps) Gibson, you've actually been sold a fake Rolex. Let us replace it for you. (gasps) And gave him a brand new Rolex instead. I mean, I always feel like that about celebrities. It's like they get in free, like I work at a yoga Mm -hmm. studio and sometimes it's just like... Let let Paris Hilton walk in because it's Paris Hilton. That's a, right, not right. a real example, but like <laughs> just come it's like yoga. Yeah. They are literally <laughs> the people who don't need things for free, right. and then it's like once you get up there, everything's free. Right. That's like, I'm sure. I mean, I was a trainee at CAA, and it mm. was amazing the amount of free things I would have to deliver to people <sighs> that I was like, this what's in Isn't my car right crazy? now is more valuable than the car itself. Yeah, like and oh, then transporting it to man. you know some beautiful home somewhere. Wow, oh. so that's so cool. So and how did you? get from CAA to yeah. where you are now. So, uh, so yeah, started as an assistant uh, as a baby and then um, went into... As a baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it feels like it. Um, and then you go... I went into the trainee program, which is like basically their version of... Um, very light hazing, we'll call it that. Oh, wow. Um, but not really. I mean, it's 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 like where you get to go to into the bottom of the building and kind of learn it from the bottom up, literally. Mm, from the bottom wow. up. And so you get a lot of exposure for a lot of different people. Yeah. Um, I was in marketing um, and I, I fell in love with it. And I loved like being able to tell brand stories and all of that. Yeah. But it was really interesting because when I came out, um, I was like a junior executive and I was the only female creative in a team of 20 men. <sighs> wow. And um, I'm fortunate enough that nothing bad per se happened yeah. mm-hmm. um, but what did happen is that I felt oftentimes I was the token female on the team mm-hmm. or I, yeah, was, I overheard a lot which I mean we wow. all have as women you know in terms yep. of being in savory situations and I was also told at certain points when I had issues certain team members that it was a female problem oh <gasps> uh-huh. I, and yeah How did and you so, deal? so and I you know I was 25 Ooh. and you're wow. sometimes I still think I'm finding my voice but I was very much still finding my voice totally. and I felt really um, suffocated in yeah. a way and not and I wasn't even sure I think I don't know I didn't, don't even know if I had the language yeah. to kind of express mm-hmm. that I just knew that I was really frustrated but also, we were so used to that. Exactly. So up used until to that. just this year, basically. Yes. That yeah. As and, and, a I, whole. and I do think because a lot of those men that are on those teams, I actually am still friendly with now. And I think mm-hmm. that half of them probably didn't even know. Right. Totally. Which, and I don't want to That's excuse a huge problem, but yeah. Behavior, but yes, it's so socialized. They don't even realize that right. it's inappropriate or what they were mm. saying. Yeah. I think now everybody's on a massive watch, obviously, as they should be. <sighs> yes. Um, but I left and I remember thinking, like, I had no female mentors mm-hmm. at CIA. I had nobody to turn to. I had nobody that I thought like I could ask the questions of. Um, and so I then went on into into fashion, which was its own ball of wax. And I was doing marketing. Then I went on to another team um, where I finally had the opportunity to um, work in a way that I wanted to work. Um, I had a female boss who was yes. not the easiest, mm. unfortunately. Um, but I had a male boss as well that actually was a, putting put me in front of a lot of different rooms. And one of the projects I got to put together was with Annie Leibovitz and Gloria Steinem. Oh, my God. So, Casual. Yeah, so which was wow. kind of game-changing for me because even in that environment in my office, it was not a supportive environment. Mm. It was kind of like you figure it out, you do it, um, you fight for it, whatever it is. Yeah. But with this project, so it was with UBS, we took it around the world. Annie reprised her work with Susan Sontag called Women. Um, and in each city, we started in London, went all the way through, um, we ended in Zurich, but like Tokyo wow. and Mexico City and Frankfurt. Um Annie brought in Gloria and we did these talk circles. Well, Gloria did these talk circles mm-hmm. with these women and you had women fr- that were um, 
based on the who UBS was the sponsor, so mm-hmm. they um, brought in a lot of their top clients. Um, these, some of these women that had literally billions of dollars with these women that had what is UBS? I don't actually. It's know. a bank. Okay, yeah, it's okay. one oh, of those right. big banks. Okay. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I act as if like by the way, I didn't. Like, yeah, it was before I did it too. Um, a big Swiss bank that's okay. very like fancy yeah. and like all of that stuff. Um, so they're bringing in billionaire women, women that are okay. clients with these cool. women that would Glory would bring in from different organizations. Some of which were like, well, for one example, which I was in tears about, is mm. the first woman ever to give birth. To, she has HIV, and she was the first woman ever to give birth to a non-HIV child <gasps> based on uh, based on you know science and intervention. Medicine. Wow, yeah, exactly. Um, in Africa, so you have these women that come from this level and the women that come from this level, mm. and they were coming together, and it was if there was no, it didn't matter the dollars in their bank yeah, account or yeah, yeah. what label they were wearing. Mm-hmm. Is they were coming together over motherhood, mm-hmm. over life experience, mm-hmm. over change, and I was it was kind of like I remember exactly where it was, exactly when mm. it was a seminal moment for me of like, oh wait, women can support one another. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to be threats to one another. Yep. It's so powerful. It's such a difference. So powerful. It changed yes. my whole life. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, that, yeah. I, I can talk. Like I remember what I was wearing. You know, yeah. like I mean, that makes it kind of like. Whatever, I, but you know, I yeah. remember that moment for me too, yeah. and I learned it as mudita, yeah. which is like an Eastern word for um, the opposite of Schadenfreude. So Schadenfreude oh. is like taking joy in someone's uh, discomfort or like uh, downfall. Right. Um, and then Mudita is taking joy in someone's success and pleasure, like feeling good about someone else mm-hmm. feeling good. That's my new favorite word. Yes. I've never Mudita. Mudita. Yes. It's, it's not just German like it's though. Spelled. It's no, it's a Sanskrit something Eastern. Yeah. Mudita. Maybe Arabic. Or, oh yeah. my God. I love that. Um, and that happened for me with this team, mm-hmm. like yeah. with this, uh, all female musical improv team. And then I was like, Oh my God. I tapped into that and I was like, that feels so much better than the whole way I've been living my life. Like it literally feels good to me to see them shining. And then you're happier and then they see that you're happy for them. So then they want to support you. And then it's like, it's a forever Mm -hmm. feeding cycle of positivity. Yeah. And then we talk a lot about this book, Pussy by Regina Thomas Hour. I have you read it? Like, You've probably okay, well, like, now, yeah, you got it. But now I need to go buy it. Yes, it's yeah. so good. But um, there's a, a big chapter, at least one, and it's kind of a recurring theme of how when we lift each other up as women, it's just like this metaphysical mm-hmm. power and like energy that raises that's you can feel yeah. it. Like I remember feeling, I mean, I still kind of feel this to an extent, but in the stand-up world, it's obviously very misogynistic. Um, and I always felt so held back at the beginning of doing comedy because like I would see these guys that started comedy at the same time as me but they would be asked to go on the road by these bigger comedians because they were a guy and if they ask me then that means they want to sleep with me and then Mm. do I have to sleep with them and then so they didn't feel comfortable going with a girl so they ask a guy and it's like I I've kind of changed my shift. I don't do stand up as much so it's worked out but it did kind of feel just like okay so I'm just alone and I have to work at this alone because at the time also it felt like there weren't high up female Mm, comedians so it's not like they could ask young women comedians to go on the road so it was just like it I'm so glad it's changing. Yeah. Finally. And I mean, I think it's one of yeah. those, those things that I've said from, and I stole this from somebody else that's been around. I think it was a psychologist, a male psychologist, actually, that said it in the 1920s, but you cannot be what you do not see, you mm-hmm. know? And mm-hmm. and so if you can't yes. relate to somebody, you're not seeing the female comedians. For me, mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. see those female executives, you know, yeah. and see people. Yeah. And how would you know that it even exists? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can extrapolate that across a variety of different things. Totally. Male, yeah. female, actually, yeah. it doesn't matter, right. but it's, it's a really powerful 
powerful thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so then how did you go from that pivotal moment to landing at Albright? Mm-hmm. Yes. Was that- so, so there was quite a bit in between in that, okay. you know, I think realizing that women can support women, mm-hmm. um, sitting in that for a second and then being at a really interesting life point in my, myself going through some personal stuff, mm-hmm. my um, former business partner and I were like, well, let's just start a, a dinner series of women that don't know one another. We're going to start it in my living room. <laughs> um, there's a couple rules. You can't, can't be friends. So all our okay. friends hated us for a little while. Wow. Um, and, um, and it has to be through a connection of a connection. And then we're going to have a woman at the top of her field come speak for the cool. evening. Cool. And it started, it was amazing because we had this woman who I had worked with kind of, but she was in a really well-known um, uh, entertainment executive, or sorry, okay. entertainment attorney. Oh, cool. And she's an amazing story where she's she's adopted, she's had kids, and she none of us really knew each other that well. And she comes into my house, and we're all kind of like looking around like, okay, how are we going to kick mm-hmm. this off? We had yeah. no structure. And she just, she's in her, her late 50s, and she looks around and she goes, are you ever fucking tired? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the whole room Yes. Everybody's like, yes, I'm tired. I'm tired. I guess yes. we can all relate to being yes. tired. Yeah. There are women that have kids, partners, whatever, yeah. dogs. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. We can all be, and that is kind of how <laughs> we started. It was my former company called Doyen. Um, mm. And that is basically what we ended up building for the next two years. So what does that, does that word mean something? So it Doyen. Means a, it's French for women at the top of her field. <gasps> yeah. Love it. So. Okay, yeah. cool. Which is one of, still in my all time. Je suis une Doyen. Oui. Yes. Absolument. C'est your accent is perfect. That's yeah, my mother you. actually merci, sounds merci. like. <laughs> um, Wait, your mother's French? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. But if you ask her, she says she's American with that accent, oh, by the way. that's so funny. <laughs> I'm American. Yeah. You're like, okay, mom, cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we basically from there decided to do loads of, of dinners and workshops yeah. and programs and bringing different women from different backgrounds together. Wow. So we did partners or we had women such as Gloria Steinem come and speak for us. us. Um, this is this is what I feel is like the next move. So I just came back from a week in Ohio where I'm from, um, for my sister's bachelorette. And we she's on this level. She's running this thing called Women Speak. Have you heard of Women Speak? It sounds familiar. It's um it's like getting together in a woman's yeah. living room, people that don't know each other. It's in different states, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah. all across. You can basically get trained online and then host them in different cool. areas. And it's That's awesome. All women run and led, and it's to help women with their voices to speak, like to public speak in whatever mm. career you're in. Yep. But you know, it can transform form your life if you can speak in front of people. And right. that's huge for women, like yeah. opening your throat chakra. Yeah. yeah. And that is, that's, ugh, it's mind blowing how that's connected to, to like our womb and everything. And I'm sure. it's so important. Mm-hmm. And we've been oppressed. We've been silenced. Like yeah. this right. is so important to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, I, I think this next wave is like, is connection. Like I just feel so strongly that it's about like, I have this visual of like a web forming of women connecting mm-hmm. in like the whole world. Cool. And that to me is like the next wave of like just making all these little connections until we're like so strong. Yep. Because when you get that overlap, then we're like, we can well, lift up. And yeah. 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 Totally. And you're doing that. Like I that's think it's all, true, but I think it's, it's the collective. I think, you know, oftentimes, so now fast forward a little bit, we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, we built a business. Mm-hmm. We wanted to scale it. The mo- it made the most sense to to sell the business and kind of yeah. go with a bigger partner, which is mm-hmm. how we got acquired by Albright. 
Um, okay. And Albright is a collective of women's clubs. We've got a digital education platform as well as a variety of other. We've got a magazine, which we've got here. Mm-hmm. Um, the founders a book. A book that just came out. Yeah. Um, we're starting a retail line. Cool. We yes. are about to sign our lease on his club in New York. Um, so for, for listeners, the main thing that y'all do is have workspaces, right, for women. So, so you want to describe? Yeah. What, yeah. So it's actually not really workspaces. Oh, so okay. it's, it's much more of um, a club. So we've got a full restaurant. We've got a full bar. Mm. And then we do loads of programming on what I like to say is shit you Google late at night that nobody talks about. <laughs> uh, so it's everything from how to get a divorce um, oh. to, to how do I start um, a balance sheet if I want to start a business? How do I raise money to um, I need to figure out my childcare situation? Should I get a nanny? Can I afford it? Is it daycare? How do I get my kid into school mm-hmm. here? So life. L- yeah. Life. Life, right? life that you need to get from humans versus Google. Yeah. yeah. Um, like how do I save money to buy a house? What's a mortgage? Because mm-hmm. I certainly didn't know any of that when I went through this whole process. Yeah, we were never taught that. Mm-hmm. Ever. So yeah. all of that. So that's okay. a lot of the programming we do. Plus, you know, wine tasting. And yeah. Like, yeah. Like, cocktail and making. services. Yeah. And like we're talking to a big diamond company about a diamond workshop right <gasps> oh now. Oh my gosh, cool. Oh. So like things like that. <laughs> Fun wow. stuff exactly. too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's, you know, the macro awesome. versus yes. the micro. Or I guess all of it could be macro, but it's, yeah. we're some of many parts as women. Um but to what you were saying, I think it's it's creating those moments for us to come together and yes. as much as possible because a rising tide will lift all boats. Yes. And I think for us, we constantly think about it as you know, we have to work from a policy perspective. Obviously, we have mm-hmm. to have change. And like this last election was so great in terms mm-hmm. of getting more women in in office. Yeah. But it's also really important to come up from the grassroots and yes. from us within these little quiet circles that yeah. don't always have a microphone, right. that don't always have a moment yeah. because women gain support from both. And yep. once we kind of meet in that middle, mm-hmm. that's when we're going to have that critical mass shift point. Yes. And hopefully find parity. I Love really that. hope so. I mean, again, like being on this trip to Ohio, which is just the Midwest, but it's so different from LA. And yeah. I'm sure in your travels, you see this, but it's like, oh no, I'm reminded of how far we have to go with yeah. with misogyny and these, like we were saying, these men and people who, a lot of women too, don't even know that they're part yeah, of the patriarchy. Yeah. That's like 100%. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, you see it all the time. Where are you from? Los Angeles. Oh, you oh, are. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. That's the best reaction <laughs> yeah. I can get. It's like, I, I love when people no think one can I'm believe not. It. I yeah, know. You're so special. <laughs> uh, you are. Uh, born did and you, raised. Did you ever leave or were you? I went to New York for a okay. couple of okay. years. Reverse uh, commute. Yeah, I did the reverse <laughs> commute, did that. I lived in Paris for a year because oh, my yes. family was there. Okay, wow. amazing. And I'm actually about to move back to New York in the fall of this year. Oh, we're so glad um, we got you while you're here. I'll be back a lot. Okay. okay. Um, but the business is moved. The headquarters are moving over there. So okay. cool. I'm jump with them. So what do you, what's your position now in Albright? I don't know if I grasp that. No. So it's um, VP and GM of the US. Okay. So I get to kind of oversee a lot of the business operations. Oh, yes. yes. Boss <laughs> witch. I knew you were. Boss bitch, but whoa. Yes. Like, number one, like, cheerleader is, like, the other one, basically. It's yeah, just, yeah. you know, bringing women together as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, so awesome. what we try to do. Because you, you invited us on the tour, yes. the hard hat tour of the mm-hmm. WeHo one. And, I mean, it was still just, you know, a lot of construction happening. Still is. But yeah. it, I can see, like, the rooftop oh, was amazing. It's beautiful. I'm very excited to see it. It's going to yeah. be gorgeous. I mean, it's going to yeah. be the beautiful home. It's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. an opportunity for women to kind of escape a little bit, have some quiet nooks. Yeah, Some really good cocktails, really good yeah. wine. All female winemakers. Um, yeah. We're trying to have as many female vendors as possible in the space. Yeah, um, so cool. And it's you know made by women for women. Mm-hmm. Um, 
top to bottom. And we actually do allow men in the club as well because yeah, okay. we do believe in enlightened men. Yeah, um, I love that. We all yeah. know them. We were introduced by one. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, it's it's important to include them in the conversation, both from business and yeah. standpoint, too. Does Albright focus at all on on that? Because I've, like, on educating men, yeah. bringing, bringing men who maybe aren't enlightened over. I want to start, mm, like, gaining more so tools true. for that when I end up in these conversations with men who are racist or misogynistic but or, I guess, and without knowing. But I guess how do you get them to go? Because that would mean that they're admitting that they are that way. I know. It's so hard. It's hard, but it's interesting. So we, for the longest time, we only did female dinners and we mm-hmm. had a partner dinner with a brand actually about a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. pretty big brand. Um, we decided for the first time to invite men into the conversation. Mm. And it was with a woman named Marie Itell, who mm-hmm. um, is the co-founder and co-chair of the Nike Foundation. Wow. Um, she's done a lot. She's one of the founders of Time's Up as well. She's <gasps> incredible. Cool. And um, she she was kind of the the catalyst for the conversation, and then also the moderator, if you will. It was maybe thirty of us um, at somebody's home, literally around a fire. Mm-hmm. Um, Love that! Yes, it was amazing, and we were all, especially you know, the the um, all bright side of like, okay, let's see how the men are going to respond to this. <laughs> yeah, and so Maria started asking questions, and they were pretty pointed questions mm-hmm. about what's happened in the past couple months or years, I should mm-hmm. say. Um, and at first, you literally saw all the guys sitting on their hands, and then she Whoa. literally pinpointed a few of them and she's like so you know xyz what do you think about this Mm. and they stumbled or this guy stumbled a bit and then the minute he got going it was like the floodgates were open and then all of a sudden this insane conversation started with all the men jumping in saying being really honest being like we don't know what to say like i am i consider i have three sisters doesn't Mm. matter i I consider myself really you know i believe Mm. in parody but like i've caught myself saying things that are not right but now i'm scared to say certain things for fear of getting you know, completely mm. smacked right. for saying the wrong thing, but I'm a good guy. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's because I do think men want opportunity to have those conversations yeah. and to yeah. be vulnerable and to maybe say the wrong thing and then to be given the chance to make it right. That's right. a step in the right direction is saying the wrong thing and like being yeah. open to, to hearing what the right thing to say is. Yeah. And I think the, that is probably the biggest thing that I think we need That's right awesome. now is giving people the tools, men and women, to your point, yeah. to, to be able to talk about this intelligently mm-hmm. and productively instead and without, of everybody being in a corner yes. and yeah. being scared about it. Yeah. For me, I don't know if this is just like maybe this is my strong suit or maybe it's because I'm a Scorpio, so I'm like a deep water sign. But for Cancer. me, oh nice, oh love you, She's a sweetie. Also a water sign. Yeah. Um, but for me, I feel like it usually boils down to emotion, mm-hmm. and I find that you know men haven't been fostered to feel those mm-hmm. emotions or talk about totally. emotions yeah so for me i'm kind of thinking maybe that's the place for me to start is like find one-to-one relationships where i can help men start to talk about emotion definitely i don't know if that's just me or if that's an oh. overall wave like i think it is because i think i have a couple friends that have young sons now mm. that are a year two years old and some of their books that i see they're reading are like it's okay to feel oh or like, that's yeah. good or like what how do I feel? So giving names to emotions mm, at a really yeah. young age, like that's angry, that's sad, that's, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was really, I was just in New York and I saw these books on actually her son's bedside table and yeah. I was super Aww. happy to see yeah. because I was, and it was about, it was a little boy about little boys, you I know? Love, yeah, so it's good. not just about uh, uh, little girls and like yeah. horses and ponies. It was like whatnot. specifically addressing that to change that. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. so great. So I think it's starting, yeah. you know, and I think it's, and because I think obviously with social media, it's mm-hmm. hopefully going a little faster than it yeah. has in the past. Um, yeah. But we have a lot of work to do. Still. I know. Like yeah. what about, 
I mean, I'm just thinking of like huge areas of the country that don't get this information yeah. from what I see. Like, well, they, podcasts really do help with that. Yeah. And, and like social media is like spreading because information is always traveling on the internet. Yeah. I just feel like there's voids in areas like the South or something. I guess I also just watched Green Books. So I'm like, th- which is the, the true story, you know, about uh, this yeah. black jazz pianist who purposely goes on a tour through the Deep South to try to set an example that at that time in the 50s, I think, um, that like, you know, he was very respectful and he used nonviolent communication. Mm. He was trying to set an example mm. to teach people down there. But I just feel like it's kind of the same with with women's rise right now and reaching people who who seriously it seems don't believe we're equal. I don't well, know. I mean you look at today with Alabama and Georgia, <sighs> yeah. you know, it's it's <sighs> yeah. absolutely bonkers. I know. Yeah. It's like we're you living know? in the past. Honestly, it's yeah. handmaid's tale is real. I we it's talk happening. about that all the time. You know, I mean it feels like it's happening at least. Yeah. And these are in pockets of the country that, that are scares the same me country so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's insane to think that that is that you've got, you know, an entire I forgot how many it was, but 20 white men that are voting against yeah. women's, you know, biology yeah. and like yeah. in a horrible situation. I hate feeling helpless too cuz I hear I hear both those states news and it's just like okay well what do we do? It just yeah. feels like it's too late cuz you guys are the government. You've already passed it. So I as like I don't live there and yeah. it just feels so like so helpless. do we just take yeah. this? Like what? I think what you guys are doing now, I mean to your mm, point, yeah. right? If you think about the internet and podcasts, I think yeah. there's this this expression that's happening and if mm-hmm. you're providing information, if you think about information is knowledge and knowledge is power because yeah. if you yeah. make the choice yeah. and ideally if, if democracy works like it's supposed to yeah. not always the case here yeah. um, then the more people that know about those choices will make be you know there and then make the choices to have those Speak people out of and office vote. and then hopefully turn over those votes yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we've see, again a little bit of that you look at you know Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez mm-hmm. these women that have finally are beginning to you know come into office mm-hmm. now these yeah. women that represent us yeah, yeah. and they're That's finally true. in there and they're, those women are all going to scale they're yeah. all going to become far more you know and senators hopefully I mean, basically it. on every level, it's like you experienced at CAA. You were mm-hmm. one woman amongst 20 men. It's mm-hmm. like we really, and this is what Albright's doing, we, we really have to place women in all positions more all around. Like that's not extreme. We literally need that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we have to fill as many roles as possible with women, I think, until mm-hmm. it shifts. It's there's this amazing stat or sad stat or mm. a stat, I guess. Let's see how you guys feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um of of boards, right? So if you mm-hmm. look at the board mm-hmm. structure of the US, I, I can't don't know the exact stat, but basically I think it's like there's only oftentimes there's not even one female mm. on a board. Yeah. However, now people are trying to have there's a lot of mandates out there in like the tech world and different mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, to have at least one female board member. Great. Fine. However, um, they often say that if you have one female board member on there, oftentimes she doesn't speak up because she's token. She's a token woman and she's not listened to. If Mm -hmm. you have two women board members, oftentimes then the other men are like, oh, well, they're ganging up on me. And uh, And it's women against men. And then, you know, sexism, blah, blah, blah. You need three female mm. board members in, in order to create an yep. equal-pointed conversation. Yep. And I saw that same thing talked about in um, Michael Moore's movie, Where to Invade Next. And they yeah. were in Iceland. They were talking because yes, in yes. Iceland, this bank survived the major housing crash that happened here. But it was also a recession across mm-hmm. many countries. Um, this bank survived because it had more three or more top female executives. And they had the foresight and the... like 
you know, calmness to make smarter, non, wow. non-rash decisions. Mm-hmm. And they avoided all of that. But they were saying, yeah, one female at the top is a token, two is a minority. You need three wow. to make change. Yeah. So like, I'd say that's an <gasps> interesting statistic. Yes. <laughs> I'd say that's an inspiring yes, statistic. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So we need three women yeah. on every yeah. single yeah. board, at least. At, at not least. Like, five. like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what was your spiritual transition? Like when you were going from CAA to Albright, what was that like? Did you like have self-doubt? Did you feel like that was the right choice? You know, there was a lot of I between. mean, gradual. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it was from like being 25 to Albright, which was last November, really. Mm. You know, I think it's, it's one, finding your voice. And I think that mm. starting even before Albright Doyen really helped capture a voice. Um, I also was going through a divorce at that time. Mm. So I think that is a whole other voice that comes out, mm. right? I think there's mm-hmm. strength that comes from both sides of mm-hmm. like being a woman, starting a woman's company, starting a company, period, mm-hmm. learning how to speak finance, which is like a whole, it's own Oof. language. Yeah. Um, and then also being a single woman again in your Mm. mid-30s or Mm -hmm. early 30s. I think Mm -hmm. they all come together, which I think for me, from a spiritual perspective, I feel reborn, yeah, um, which feels cheesy, but I actually feel that way. Yeah, um, I have a spiritual voice like I haven't had ever before, and I'm so. I also think it's your thirties. I give zero fucks, and it's just. Yes. Sorry, I don't know if we can. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and it's great, and it's amazing, and it's a freedom. Yeah. Hell wow. Yes. You just said so many words I resonate with because I mine was like. Uh, a rise in my voice as well. Literally adopted this mantra, no fucks given. Leah even cross-stitched it for me. Yes. Um, and that was at the same time I was gaining my voice through these female friendships and lifting each other up. Then I had my, what I call a divorce happen. Yes. Eight-year relationship I mean, ending. divorce. Yeah, it's mm. a divorce. And then becoming a single woman with that newfound voice and all those things coinciding. Yep. And that feeling like, like freedom became such a priority to me mm. that I now maintain in future relationships and yeah. prioritize. And you feel more, I mean, I, at least I feel more myself than I, yes, in terms of, same. when you enter those, by the way, yeah. when you enter relationships of mm-hmm. any kind, if it's yeah. like a female friendship, if mm-hmm. it's a partnership in business, it's a partnership as, you know, partners, yeah. like I think you have that, that confidence and that freedom in yourself. So you walk, once in, you have your voice, exactly, yeah, yeah. come to the table mm-hmm. in a completely different way. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're like, I know I got myself and at the end of the day, it's all that matters. Yeah. And so for you, that's, spark was the the shoot with Annie Leibovitz and realizing that that women raise each other up that they can kind of and that there's that, was, that scarcity is not you know mm-hmm. I think also growing up in entertainment mm-hmm. um, and in the advertising mm-hmm. too because I was really at the kind of cross, yeah. cross section of both that there's this kind of scarcity model for a long time where it was there's one woman at the top and or x woman at the top and there's not enough room mm-hmm. and so instead mm-hmm. of pulling women up it was kind of like holding tight like this mm. is mine don't mm. touch it yeah you yeah. know and that's Just, the truth is the more of us that there are the better and yes. so that to me when I saw those conversations kind of happening live in front of me was this light bulb of yeah. oh mm-hmm. like wait there can be many of us up here yep. and especially yeah. when you hear Gloria talk and it's like a lullaby of feminism <laughs> yeah um, and, you know, you're just kind of swayed by her. But then mm-hmm. hearing it and seeing it in actuality uh, yeah. and action was just incredibly powerful. What is she yeah. like? Yeah. I don't get starstruck. Yeah. And I'm like, hope she never listens to this. I hope she does. I hope she does. I know. I hope she does. I 100% hope she does. I'm just like yeah. literally probably blushing talking about yeah. it. Um, you know, she's somebody that I remember the first time I met her and I was just like fangirled so hard. Yeah. Was, like five years ago mm-hmm. and I was just like you're great yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. super impressive and strong point of view yeah um, 
And now we've gotten to do a couple oh, more things, great. but even still, uh, and you know, she she calls it like it is. We did an mm-hmm. event um, with her uh, about a year plus ago, and there were some things about the event that I wasn't super happy with, and and about it just doesn't really matter. And she yeah. called it out, and she said it to her, and I was really happy she did, yeah. um, because Truth. it needed to be called out, yeah. and and it was really powerful, and it and it, it actually has shaped my thinking of how we look at the future of the business entirely. Um, Amazing. Which I, I think is incredible. And you know, yeah. she's eighty four now or eighty three and wow. she's got better style than I do and she's Queen. amazing. And oh, yeah. Wow. So, That's yeah. so cool. She has an aura about her and it's the most zen, like earth mother, <sighs> badass yes. aura. Like she's she's, awesome. she's lived. She's on yeah. our dream list yes. to have on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Yes. She's do amazing. You, do you consider yourself a witch? Yes. Or does that, what does that bring up for you, which, or, you know, I think alchemy is a Mm. really powerful thing. And I think that we as women have this uh, ability to have alchemy Mm. or to, to, we just learned what that is last episode. And I, but I think that's somewhat witchy, right? Yes. You're creating something from nothing and completely new. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's also science, but I think it's that actually that intersection of science and let's call it sorcery or whatever it might be. And I think that's a really interesting intersection of the world that, that exists and that's tangible magic in a way. Cool. Yeah, um, and I think that's what I think of in terms of witch and mm. whatnot, and like being a witch. Like I do yeah. think I, I'm able to create, you know, have an alchemist approach yeah. to a lot of the things I do in my life. So cool. that inner power type witch, inner power, and, and able to create something from nothing, mm. and then be able to yeah. recreate mm-hmm. different things from mm-hmm. two entirely separate things. Mm. Oftentimes, it's humans coming together and you know forging, yeah, new, like putting connecting people yeah. or just business even Mm -hmm. you know it's like recreating new things that's awesome do you have any practices like gratitude or cards incense you know i should have more i journal okay that's witchy to us yeah i'm a big journaler um i do love uh what is it palo santo i'm gonna palo Palo santo Santo. god i was gonna screw it up (laughs) (laughs) Um, see i like this but i'm not i don't do it yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly exactly um and then i do i do you guys know you must know the house of intuition yeah yeah yeah, exactly you're like oh yeah okay yeah um so i'll do that with some girlfriends every once every six months probably. do you get like a candle what do you get so oh, i'll get my cards read oh, oh i full, yeah oh i do yeah. a full reading cool uh, nice. full reading and i actually was just at a retreat in new mexico and did a reading there too which was That's super awesome. interesting because it was on old um native american grounds mm. um where there used to be a witch doctor and all of this stuff so it was super sacred so it was really intense yes. would you share what your reading was or is it no i mean it's fine it was it was interesting because uh, some of it was like you're tired and i was like thank you <laughs> <laughs> like yes ding yeah um there was one of like you're wearing yourself thin which I think we probably can all relate to yeah. points. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was about romance and again this is where I kind of I'm like uh, and she was like you um are having trouble. I was dating somebody at the time and I was not really sure about him. Yeah. And he, she was like, yeah, you're not, this is not mm. it. Like, this is not your thing. She's like, yeah. but you're about to meet somebody really important, but it's not for a couple months. Like you need to basically go to a dressing room and try on what fit, what fits for a little while. As um, in a date, like metaphorical yes, dating. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Like Just, apparently I need to try on different types. Okay. Um, oh. So, um, that's, that's next on the agenda. Okay. Nice. So, yes. And she said, be okay with your alone time while mm. you're trying 
putting this out. It was a lot Best. of like, yeah, and that, yeah. and it was kind of those auras around a lot of it of like, because the, and then mm. there was like the sword thing. I, this is me and my version of knowing what the sword thing, the sword thing, that's the uh, specific term. Um, so that effect that just overworking yourself. Um, yeah. And then there was some bits about family, you know, as okay. we all have in there. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, well, well, yeah, because I was going to say, you time. guys have some, some cards here. Yes. Um, these are not tarot. These are goddess guidance oh. oracle cards. Um, but it kind of works the same way. So give these to you. I love this. Mm. Okay, these are Tasha's cards. I love Leah's nails right now. They're, they're I love that classic sound red. too. Yeah. Okay. And you guys both look fabulous. Thank okay, you. so what do I do? Okay, so shuffle them. Okay. Um, and while you're shuffling, I just want to just chat. What do you want to ask? Do you know what? what ask. What do you want guidance on? Mm-hmm. Um, what do I want guidance on? Am I going to survive the week? No. <laughs> um, go to ask that. Let's see. It's Wednesday. It's You're Wednesday. Yeah, I'm Wednesday. Yeah. We're going to say uh, yes. Okay, great. Great. Uh, well, with my move coming up to New Ooh, York, yeah. oh. I guess, like... I just want like some sense of like what do we think's coming? Okay, you know, in great. New York. Um, yeah. Okay. Love that. Okay. Oh, actually, sorry. Give those back to you. Okay. Um, let's have you fan them out. Okay. Just in your hand. Okay. And then flip them to so your the heart. Faces are yeah. to your heart, and we're gonna do a deep inhale, and we'll all think about that question and okay. hold it at the top. Okay. okay. energy feels good. I'm I smiling. This. <laughs> this is so great. I'm seeing myself in Central Park. Mm, so far, so good. Butterflies I was seeing me. West yes. Side. I don't know where you're planning to live, but I was seeing lots of trees Very on the West Side. West Side. Upper West Side. There's going to be some, some things happening on the West Side. So, Oh. oh I, I love Siege. <laughs> Siege. Quiet time. Take some quiet time alone to rest, meditate, and contemplate. Yeah. Mm, wow. Sounds about right. So yeah. This is very similar to the last meeting yeah. you had, right? Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Amazing. Okay. Could you describe the picture and the colors? So it is a woman um, that is uh, shushing with her one finger mm-hmm. against her mouth. Um, Wearing a lovely garb, um, like a cloak with a what is it? A hood? Yeah, I can't speak today. <laughs> um, that is um, just yeah, all blues and green auras. It feels relaxing. It mm-hmm. feels soothing. It feels like lavender. Matches um, the color of the Albright magazine we yes, have in front of us. Ooh, very, it's so true. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, it feels like a relaxing card for quiet time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like. I love the vibes of it. Cool. Let's find out. Message from Siege. Shh, dearest one, quiet your mind, breathe and let go of words, worry, and plans. <sighs> that just made me really want to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Go into that space of silence deep within you, that vortex of peace where the world doesn't enter. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to retreat in silence and spend time alone. I I lovingly help you rejuvenate and recenter yourself. Don't try to make any decisions now. Just allow your mind to be at rest. You'll know soon enough when it's time to take action. But for Mm. now, quiet your mind. Rest. 
Love that. Mm. And heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave here and make an appointment for a massage. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I yes, just got switch. one yesterday. Nice. Oh, the best. Um, I think what this card is saying is you're tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that Again, the dark yeah, circle? Yeah. No, no, you look amazing. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Various meanings of this card. Go on a retreat. Okay. Listen more and talk less. Avoid loud noise and sounds. Well, you're going to New York, so good luck. <laughs> Maybe that's what yeah. you need to carry with yeah, you into true, New York. Yeah. Meditate. Surrender mind chatter to heaven. Know that you're more sensitive to noise now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my read is that, like, to not worry about the move. Yeah. To just, like, go within. You have everything you need within. Mm-hmm. You've already lived in New York, right? So you have... Like 21, you know, okay. college in 21, different. which is slightly I mean, different. This is going to be yeah. so much better. I hope yeah. so. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I have more money now, I hope. Yeah, yeah. slightly. Yeah. <laughs> I work for a startup. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, let's read about Siege. The Gnostic goddess Siege is considered to be the great silence or void from which all creation sprang. Talking about creating something from nothing. Nothing. Yes, Siege. Siege reminds us that the words that words create duality Mm. and that in silence we find our true origin and self quiet is omnipresent power that gives birth to wisdom just as the gnostics hold that siege is the mother of sophia the goddess of wisdom siege teaches us that our roots are in the silent void of the universe and that it's important for us to reconnect with silence regularly Mm, love that love. I mean this oh, is so important. so cool it's that so you important. this message is like following you yeah. and it's yeah. it's so reaffirming and relaxing because it means you don't have to do a thing right right <laughs> yeah. like that's okay, so great and I think it's actually interesting too like listening and quiet mm. I think it's something that is I know hard for me but I think it's mm. harder and harder to do in the world we live in and just oh, yeah. yes. listening and the yeah. power that comes in that mm-hmm. is so real <sighs> Love yeah. that. I love that I love too. This. this is awesome. When it was like, stop talking, start listening. I was just thought it was funny because we're on a podcast. We can't yeah. do that right now, but so I'm not going to talk the rest of the time. Yeah. Yes. Oh, this no. has been great. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Could you do something to end the reading? So like hug the card, kiss the card, whatever you yeah, feel right. Yeah. yeah. It's my heart. Love just that. Feel it. Believe mm. it. Awesome. And go book a massage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? How can our listeners find you and Albright? And- yeah. Um, so come join us. Come check out the club. We're going to be open in July. Um, it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, in West Hollywood. In West Hollywood on Melrose Place. We've mm-hmm. got three stories. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be in New York in Q1 of next year. Um, it's www.albrightcollective.com. Um, so you can kind of learn more. And, and for listeners in the UK? For listeners in the UK, it's same thing, albrightcollective.com. Okay. And Actually, we just opened our Mayfair property, um, which cool. is five stories. We've got two different restaurants in there, oh, podcast room, wow. spa, fitness, two yes. terraces, um, oh. loads of amazing programming. We've got a pitch day over there for young, or for, it's not even young, you can be any age, <laughs> um, but for women to um, pitch for their businesses in front of a room full of investors. We're going to do so it here too. Cool. Amazing. Um, and so, um, so, yeah, we're taking on new members. Um, membership is different prices in the different cities, mm-hmm. um, but it's all on the website. Um, and then our founders have their new book out called Believe, Build, Become, which is on Amazon now, cool. um, which is just a, a guide basically on how to, a, a guide of skills mm-hmm. and different learning 
lessons and insights um, on career success and how to get to where you want, um, yes. which is awesome. And I'm going to send you guys a copy. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Um, and then we like to end every episode with a basic blessing. So something Love. we're grateful for. Yeah. Mm. It can be anything. Um, I'm grateful for Tide bringing you two together. And he's also, he's probably listening. He's such a sweetie and he gives me hope that there are nice men out there. Enlightened so, men. Yeah. So yeah. they yes. do exist. And yeah. any men who are listening, I feel the most important thing is just being open to learn. Cause that's, yeah. that's a huge quality in Thai. Mm-hmm. He, he recognizes he doesn't know everything, but like from the start, he was like emotional intelligence. I, I don't know what that is. I think maybe I have a little, I want to know more mm-hmm. like, just yeah. a willingness to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, that's all I needed mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah, I'm like done. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Yeah, Ty, when are you setting me up with somebody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Leah too. No, I have, I have him on Good. working for Leah. So I'll get Good. working Good. for you. Yeah, yeah. Great. Great. love it. Amazing. Oh man. I'm grateful. Oh, go, no, 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 go, 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 yeah. go. I was just going to say, I'm grateful for the women leaders like Mama Gina, who wrote mm-hmm. Pussy, um, that, and you and, and Albright that are setting examples so we can see it, mm-hmm. so we can be it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And you slightly stole mine. Okay. Right totally fine. <laughs> We're on He's the like, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm grateful for women that, are, like you guys, that are giving women, other women, platform to speak and yeah. I think kind of raising the global consciousness. I think that, you know, together we can change the world and we are changing the world. And I'm yes. deeply grateful for all the women on this journey that mm. you know we're doing it together because we could not do it without one another yeah so. yes! <laughs> it's my favorite thing yeah, yeah. women it's a way to like, and it, by the way best way ever to end like a session like, yeah it's so right nice. it makes yeah. gratitude so yes. yeah yeah thank you so much thank for coming you. thank you for having me this is a blast